Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Welcome back to The Edge Podcast, giving you the edge to win in business and in life. Here's your host, Brandon White. It's, it looks like it's about 65 here, but in... At, it is 69 degrees here. Mm-mm, that's not at my weather station. <laughs> it is somewhere in Half Moon Bay. I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna, we're going to look at this for those who are listening. You'll just have to deal with this because it's an interesting thing that within half a mile, it will be seven degrees warmer. Okay. Oh, I'll tell you what you, you can Google this. It's, I don't want to tell it online. Okay, yeah, don't tell online. I don't want my competitors to know either. You really want this weather station? Oh, of course I do. It's a real weather station. And you know what I'm going to bring you, or I'll mail it to you if I don't see you soon? <laughs> Have you ever heard of a weather stick? No. Gosh, I was going to bring you one, and I was all out. My mother is American Indian or what? Oh, you mean she's, the she's thing that passed. shakes? No. Oh. No, so my mother is strongly always believed. She's American Indian, was born and raised on a reservation in Tombstone, Arizona, and she always had a weather stick, and I always laughed at it. But this stick is always accurate. It's made out of a particular wood, and, and it's so funny. If you go to... I think if you go to YouTube and, and you, you Google on YouTube, you just ask for Roberta Gonzalez weather stick. Okay. Take snapshot. Okay. You're going to take a snapshot. 64.9, but I'm going to show you. But anyway, this weather stick, okay. It will go straight out. Like if we're in between systems, it will bend upwards if we have high pressure building in. And if we have low pressure coming in, it bends downward. So if you go to YouTube and look up Roberta Gonzalez weather stick or Roberta Gonzalez KPIX weather stick, it's hilarious because I was trying to explain this on TV and it just got really funny because when I started talking about, well, the stick goes up when weather's happening, it goes down. And I don't know, the anchor started laughing at my description. I could not stop laughing on Uh, television. I can see why. I could not stop laughing. And they they stayed with me. Usually they'll cut away to an anchor or something. No, they stayed with me. They were brutal. They just wanted to see how I was going to get out of it. Yeah. So anyway, the weather stick, I'm going to bring you one. You're going to hang it up back here. That's like the water witch. It's the water witch. You know what a water witch is? No, I know that one thing with the stone. You know, the water witch is when they find water for wells. They oh, oh, do oh, the- oh, oh, yes. Yeah. No, this really works. No, that works too. Okay. I'll trust you. You don't think that? I, I've never tried it. So yeah, I'll take your word. My dad used to be a developer and they would hire the water witch to come out to find the well. (laughs) I've been called a wench, but not a witch. Yeah, water witch. (laughs) uh, Yeah. So basically here in Half Moon Bay, there's nine microclimates. So in Half Moon Bay alone. Yeah. So it will be 70 degrees downtown, probably 75 right now, which is less than a mile we could walk to. Yeah. When I was coming up. Yes. But right here, because of the Northwest wind, which is blowing over the 57-degree water, it's cold. The water's been cold this year. It's like 57 here, I think. Okay, off San Francisco, I've seen it as low as 48. On the what? 48. I've never seen it like this before. 40, 40, for Alcatraz, escape from Alcatraz this past weekend, in the bay itself, it was 50. That's cold. It's very cold. Very cold. So, yeah, so if we are forecasting weather for Half Moon Bay then, which microclimate are we forecasting for? Uh, it's real. You So the weather stations in Half Moon Bay will be probably, and Yvette's weather station in on 92 mm-hmm. will be as much as 12 degrees difference. Wow, that's tough. That's really hard to do. 
You cannot predict the weather. So here. everybody in Half Moon Bay knows that. They just say, well, pfft. No, we all know. Like, we could, it could be socked in. This is how crazy it is. The front of the house would be completely socked in. Mm-hmm. And, and in the back of the house, which you walk through my house, mm-hmm. it's sunny. That is crazy. That's nuts. And it's true. When just at my house, it's 95 degrees. Oh, I don't know how you got, you, you people do it over there. <laughs> I'm serious. I can't take anything over 70. We're looking forward to Sunday when it drops down between 75 and 80 degrees. Sunday. Tomorrow's going to be 104. You want to know what the issue here though is wind for riding uh, your bike every yeah. at, at 1030. The weather, the universe turns on a switch. Yeah. You know, I used to hate the wind growing up in the Mojave Desert. Just hated, hated, hated the wind and riding my bike. I hate, hate, hate the wind. But then I read a book called The Alchemist. Have you read that book? Pablo Coel. He's the author. I don't think so. When the wind blows, that's the universe trying to talk to you. Well, the wind blows here every single day. <laughs> so the wind is very, the universe is very talkative to you here. I think the wind blows here because it, the, the I'm other sure side well. of the heat, the other side of the hill heats up. And it rises and it pulls that cold air through. That's a good call there. Is that true? It could be. Yeah. So when the Central Valley is over 100, it gets foggy here. Oh, sure. Yeah. You're going to be sucked in on Sunday. I don't know. It rained here. We got 30.33 inches of rain. On last last Sunday? Yeah, I rode in it. It was terrible. (laughs) I was out on a catamaran and it didn't rain at all. Where? And the bay, we went out to the Golden Gate Bridge, circled Alcatraz. It was a 90-minute tour. That's sort of daunting out there, isn't it? Just how big that bridge is and how big the water is. I have swam from Alcatraz three times on Escape from Alcatraz. And then once, no, twice, I've done from Angel Island to Sausalito. That's the daunting part. That scares the eebie-jeebies out of you because, you know, like this one guy in a uh, boat came up to me and he goes, you're you're swimming towards the the patch the patch. The, that's where all the shark hang out, I guess. And I go, well, what do I do? And he goes, swim harder. I'm like, I heard there's no, sh- what's the story? There's no sharks in San Francisco Bay because yeah, the sonar. No, there are. There's like six different types, but they're, they're bottom feeders. Yeah. But, and the great whites don't come in because of the sonar. Across something the- like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, why all the seals are in there. Oh, and I've had one of those seals try to mate me before because you wear a, you wear a wetsuit. Right? <laughs> and they like Mexican food. <laughs> no, but it's called the shark swim from Angel Island to Sausalito. And that one is fearful. That is a scary one. Because you're on the other side of the Golden Gate Bridge too. It's just weird when you're swimming and you see the Golden Gate Bridge to your left. Yeah. You know, that is weird. I hope you do that on an outgoing tide. Well, it's whatever the race is, whatever the time is. No, they time it, they, don't they? They do. They time it. Yeah. But it's pretty awesome. Do you know that, do you know how many variables control tide? How many variables control tide? The book's up, it's over, it's over 214. I would would have never known that. 273, I think. We have to look it up. Yeah. Oh yeah. The sun and the moon can only control the moon about uh, the tide of uh, 12 inches or 18 inches. I was going to say two and you're telling me 214. 214. I study it because of fishing. I'm going to look that up. I'll give you the book. Fishermen know. I'm I'm not doubting you. Fishermen know the best weather forecasters in the whole wide world are your pilots and your farmers and your fishermen are okay. Bike riders. <laughs> Bike riders. Yeah, we know the weather for sure. There's all kinds of different wind in Danville, Danville, Dublin. I know that in the East Bay, windiest spots. 
So do you think you're going to go back to doing your, do you want to do your production? Like, are you going to try? I am co- my production. No, I know. Are you going to do the travel show again? Like once this COVID craziness sort of stops or? It would be nice, but I have some really strong clients right now. So the business is doing well. We can do better, but I'm going to have to have the resources for that also. But yeah, I would love to do the travel show. It's harder than it looks, though. We would get to Rome and hit the ground running and you have jet lag, but you still got to hit the ground running and interview people. And Because of budget? No, the way the time difference and the schedule. No, you're, why you're, can't you take a day off? Yeah, you don't tell them you're going to take a day off. They, you get there and visit Italy, says this is what you're going to do and here's where we're going to go and here's who you're going to talk to. Yeah, you know, you're on their schedule. Pretty so much. Who's theirs? Well, let's say Roberta Gonzalez Productions is sponsored by Oakland International Airport to produce Where's Roberta. So Oakland International Airport says, we want you to get on Norwegian Airlines and go to Italy. And the people we work with is Visit Italy. So Visit Italy works out your itinerary, where you're going to go, who you're going to talk to. So as soon as we get there, you get handed an itinerary and you go. Are you experiencing the same thing, like having to run your own camera and do all that? Or, I mean, are you, is it different? Production companies are small now. It depends. You know, you have your national companies that are huge. But our company, I have a photographer and I have an editor. But there are some photographers who are great editors as well. Is the photographer a videographer? Yes. Videographer. Okay. So you have one videographer. One videographer when we go. I always travel with one videographer and one producer. Producer. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Um, they make sure we're on time and we're getting our proper shots. They look at the itinerary because it's hard to do that. I do that sometimes like when I went to Mendocino, I was my own producer and making sure, you know, I'm interviewing people, but we're getting the shots that they are telling me about that. They're, they may be talking to me about this heritage house and so they may be listing all these different things in the heritage house and we need to make sure we're getting all those shots. So when we go back and edit the video, whatever that guy's talking about, you see that video. So that's what the producer does and keeps you moving, keeps you moving and on time. It seems hard. <laughs> what you do is hard. No, I, 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 this is like the easiest thing. All I did is have a conversation with people. I mean, it, uh, for me, it's, you know, it's super easy. It's been great. Yvette doesn't lo- let me ask questions after 11. That's good. That's, this is one thing I found about owning your own company. You never, I mean, you're constantly doing it. I mean, I'm, Getting emails 24-7, text 24-7. You're just always on. Is owning your business, your own business, what you thought it might be? This episode is sponsored by the Halle Financial Team at Expert Lending. Buying a house in today's market is competitive, and you need a lender that can close fast and get you the very best rate. The team is licensed in 48 states and has over 20 years experience in the real estate and lending space and access to lending rates that most mortgage brokers can't get. I know because I'm an investor in the team. If you need a mortgage or know someone that does, call or text Kara at 571-271-9086 and talk to a real human who will give you the customer service you deserve. Again, call or text Kara at 571-271-9086. Nine zero eight six. Now back to the show. I knew it'd be a lot of work. You know, I, it was funny. I went on vacation to Antigua before COVID. I bought this trip through charity. I made a bid on it. And I met this man who owns pretty much the entire island of Antigua. And he has this resort called St. James. And he 
comes riding up on this old golf cart to me and he says, oh, you know, I knew you bid on this through charity. I wanted to see who you were. I looked you up and stuff. And he says, you know what? Why don't you retire and come on out here to Antigua and open up a Mexican restaurant because we have no Mexican food on this entire island and I'll help support the business. I said, oh no, I'm going to own my own production company. And he said, why do you want to work so hard? And that sounds voice, like he knew something. That voice comes into the middle. It hits me between the eyes every single day, but I still find joy from it. So, what's the difference between a why wouldn't you a production company? Why wouldn't I don't know? Maybe it's just I don't understand the difference. Like, why wouldn't you had your travel show? Is that a production company or is that your own show? Well, the production company produced the travel show. Who produces this podcast? Like, do I have a production company? <laughs> it's you. You, I produce a podcast also every month. It drops on the 15th of every month. Yeah. Like it just seems like now people are dropping videos and stuff every day. Do you get paid for your podcasts? I wish I did. I get paid for my podcasts. Oh, I get to teach you something. <laughs> I haven't figured out how I, I don't, I haven't accepted any. People write to me and want to sponsor it, but I don't know that I want advertising yet. What I do for my podcast is I produce a podcast for a client. So you, that's a different business. Yeah. People. It's not my own personal podcast. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm more, I've You done, are you. Yeah. I've de- generally built my own quote unquote brands. Yes, you have. Edge. It's super hard. Edge. Yeah. Edge. I, I, it's super hard. It's incredibly hard. I, you said the other day, you sent me a text. And you're like, oh, you're doing great. And I'm thinking to myself, you have no idea what I was thinking. I, the other day, I was like, I told Yvette, I was like, this, we suck. I was like, no. we're not, we're not. Well, this just happens. I mean, I've done this. I've started so many companies that haven't worked that I understand that. And, and I've started some that have worked, but you know, you're going to go through these things. And I was like, oh my God. Well, what happens is, is people lie. So <laughs> you think, I know they do. So then they say, oh, well, I got, I get a hundred thousand downloads a month. And I'm thinking, how? Well, that may be true, but I'm in the top of this podcast and I'm not bragging. I, I don't, sometimes I don't even believe it. We're ranked in, in, in our niches. We were like number one in several European countries and wow. Singapore and all these other places were in the top of the charts in the U S we were in the top 10 in Canada the other day. And I'm thinking like, how, how are these people getting a hundred thousand downloads? Right. And then I'm listening to their show, no offense, but it's not good sound and people, I don't know about you, but I won't listen. I, it's very hard for, I struggle to listen to bad sound on podcasts or radio or TV, anything. I, it just doesn't sound good in your in your speakers. Okay, so you're talking about the volume, the control, the board. Well, just like these, this mic is going to make better sound and people argue with me than a $59 mic. I'm not saying you can't do it. Right. I'm just saying if you want to produce a show that people really want to listen to and you're going to make it easy to listen to, it, it has to sound it, good. It does. It, it just, does. Well, you're, you are doing great thing and you have, you have really influential people, guests on your shows that so make a far. difference. Yeah. That make a difference. Yeah. And I told you we need to get like Steve Kerr on here and maybe. Is that even possible? I know we can try. You know who I want to have? It's, and I, I got a deal for him. I want to have Clay Thompson. And yes. Here's why. 
because he's a big fisherman and I can actually catch big fish for him. Okay, there you go. And also he's a big dog lover. And so, Yvette, Yvette. Yvette's been on 10 world teams for dog agility. There you go. So that's it. You know, he has a very cool dog, Rocco. I was thinking about him this morning because I, I watched a clip for all your listeners who aren't Golden State Warriors fans, you just have to deal with it. Because <laughs> they were saying what they were saying, F Draymond last night in, right. in, in Boston. And I saw the clip and they said, well, does this bother you, Clay? And Clay said, no, you know, it doesn't bother us. But real classy, real classy there. And, you know, we have kids in the audience. And, and I was thinking, so I was making breakfast this morning. I probably should be thinking about my own business. But I was like, what does Clay do with Rocco? When he's away all the time. Oh, that's sweet. Right. The same thing I do with my dog while I'm away right now. You just have to ask somebody to watch them. Yeah. I mean, you have, you have somebody to, to do that, but you hang out with all those people, don't you? I mean, we don't hang out. Well, you get to like, when they know you, they're like, Oh, Roberta. I mean, you're, you're in these. <laughs> well, cause I've been. I'm older than Jesus, okay? I mean, I've been, around, I've been around a long time and I've worked around them a long time, but it's not like we go and have lunch, you know? I know, but you could call them and say, I mean, they're, they're going to take your <laughs> call or text or something. They're not, they're not like non-solicited. You do all these people. I mean, you've been involved in all that. It's pretty cool. Well, I've worked the parades. Is that the, you know, uh, the yeah. one we won? You know, no, the parades when they win. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When yeah. we win. When yeah. we win. Yeah. You work the parades and what do you think is going to happen on this series? Ah, uh, you don't want to hear what I do. Why? It just doesn't look good to me. I don't know. Uh, the Celtics are big. They're a big team. Yeah. Right? I, 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 but we blew them out. Yeah. We got to play with some intensity, right? We don't, what? I was listening to, uh, they look like they were just trying to catch up all game. Well, we did catch up. We did. And we were ahead in the third, in the third quarter. Yeah. We crushed them. I, you know what? Admittedly, last night I didn't have my whole attention span because I was out at the Livermore Rodeo. I was emceeing. Oh, I saw you on Instagram. Yeah, something. I was. I was emceeing the branding contest, which, by the way, it was. It was. It's chalk that they brand them with chalk, not the hot thing. No, no, I wouldn't do that. I was like, God, that sounds. And I grew up on a farm. It's just. No. It just feels barbaric. No, it was it was chalk. Trust me on this one. It was, yeah. But so anyway, the the Livermore Rodeo takes place Saturday and Sunday, but that was one of the first events. There's another event tonight. Um, I'm, I'm reporting live from the cowgirl luncheon tomorrow with 500 women there and the cowboys serve them lunch, which is pretty cool. And then Saturday and Sunday, they've already sold like $300,000 worth of tickets. Big attraction for people because they've been gone for three years. How, how do you, do you prepare for the scene of these events or do you just wing it? No, some of them. Everything's usually always ad lib, but some do have a script or at least an outline. Do you like you know? get, jump on a trampoline like Tony Robbins or something before you come on the show? <laughs> no, but I used to do that before I'd run a marathon. I, I did. I would jump on my bed before every single race. So you don't do anything like just, you have an on-air voice though. Does that just come naturally, you think? <laughs> I don't realize I have an on-air voice. I really don't. No, I don't. You don't purposely, you don't consciously no. do that. No. <laughs> I think it's conditioned. Go as soon as you get in front of that camera, it's like, it just happens. It just goes on, huh? I get, I, I sometimes have to get myself. So here's what I've been doing. And this isn't a guy. Calisthenics. I, no, I've had some great guests. So I'm not beating up on any guests, but some guests, I know that I'm going to struggle. I know that I don't know going in. 
I do all the research and I read, that's why I read the article for, and I knew you had more Emmy, so that's what threw me off. But I read and I spend time to, to know. So I don't want to know too much sometimes because I right. want the conversation to be as if I'm Natural. not, not reporting like, Oh, Roberta, you have a dog or yeah. What's your dog's name? Roxy. Roxy. Like Roxy or Roxy. Yeah. You have a dog named Roxy. I don't always want to say those things because it's too fed. Right. When the photographer was here earlier snapping some photos of us, you and I started chatting and you go, wait, 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 let me start rolling on this because you want it to come naturally. You want it to flow. Yeah. I don't even like, I always have, uh, I haven't had as many, but I hope to have more in-person guests, but we sort of like, Hey, do you want something to drink? But like today, I'm like, stop talking. I don't want you to talk. I want to <laughs> stop talking. I want, you know how many times people tell me to stop talking? No, not like that. I just want to catch, I want to record it. I want to record it because that's my style of the show. And, but sometimes I know that I'm going to, I feel it or I listen to another one of their shows and I can tell that they're not used to, this is unnerving for some people, believe it or not. Right. Because I get a lot of people who will write and they're like, Brandon, I want the questions. And I said, well, I'm not um, going to give you the questions. You're, we're having a conversation. I can't, yeah. I don't know. I could ask you, you and I have covered how many topics we could have kept talking on the whiteboard. I mean, that's not how this is going to work. And if that's not a fit, then this isn't the right show for you. Yeah. Tomorrow after, after seeing the cowgirl luncheon and reporting on it for KTVU, I'm going into my backyard where we're working on our drought special and I'm ripping out my grass and I have to interview the people who are putting in the grass, the owners of the company. And so they asked me to give them the list of questions ahead of time. And I said, well, no, this isn't 60 minutes, you know? It's, right. So I, did you do it or no? No, but they're very, they're very nervous. So it does, it, it makes people this. Yes. They said that they go, okay, I'm going to show up a half hour early so we can go over the questions. And I said, well, good luck with that because I won't be there. You know, so make the questions are going to come when we turn on the camera. Yeah. So I just, I, I've used the, when that happens, going back to what we were talking about, I will purposely go in and just get my head straight to get an enormous amount of energy. Cause I, you can tell me this. They said that when you're on TV, or you're on the air and you think you're being energetic, you need to be about five times that because what people hear and see is very different. See, that's, that's a problem for me because I'm always trying to bring it down. Maybe got, that's because you I've have that got naturally too much energy. So I have to concentrate on bringing it down because it may be too much for some people, but that's just my natural personality. Right. So I. I'm so, actually an introvert, believe so it or not. So to try to, <laughs> why are you laughing? Because you do this so well. You yeah. do many things. Yeah, well. but you know what? I mean, are you exhausted after you do your shows? It depends. Yes, you know, after I MC some functions, I'm exhausted because you put so much out there. You put so much energy into it, so much care, so much precision, so much accuracy. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so yeah, so I'm just, not only exhausted. I don't want to talk to anyone, <laughs> which is problematic because Yvette's an extrovert. Uh, so I, I, I've learned over. I liked COVID. I, 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 you I, like did, COVID? I did like COVID and stuff, but I liked where we didn't have to be out there all the time. You know, people weren't calling and asking to emceeing things all the time and, you know, meeting. Didn't with you miss talking time. to people? You know what? I, I got a lot more done. I got a lot, <laughs> I got a lot more gardening done. I really love. This sounds really crazy, but I enjoyed 
I've always done my own laundry, but I, I loved doing the laundry. And I even said to my kids, bring your laundry over, do your laundry for you. I just, I think I liked being a homebody because I never really am. You know, I'm always on the go. I really enjoy just. Oh, I think for you getting up for as many years at one fifteen and that, like, that's a really tough crime. Yeah. I, I no longer just get four hours sleep. That's, I did that for decades, only four hours sleep and it's not good. It's, it, as much as I fooled myself and told me, ah, you don't need no seven hours. I really enjoy seven hours now. I really, Do you drink but caffeine? I, no, I don't, but Thank I, God. but I have, I know, no, there was always a rule at the TV station. No, Roberta has no caffeine. Caffeine is off limits for Roberta, seriously. But I'm not a good sleeper though. I'm just not. I, I may fall asleep, but I wake up. I wake up one o'clock and I could be up for an hour or two. And then I try to, I, I think it's from waking up at one o'clock in the morning. Oh, it absolutely is. You so, have to reset your circadian rhythm. I still do it. I just, I, I wake up for, and the other day I was in um, Mendocino working and I woke up at one o'clock in the morning. I didn't fall back asleep till five and I had to get up at five 30. And I hated that. Hated that. But I, I got it, a lot of work done. I sleep like a baby. I could sleep anywhere. I, <laughs> and I, I need, I really like seven, seven and a half hours. I, I think for me is the case. So you get up at four every morning. What time do you go to bed? Well, I don't get up at four. I actually get more up around five, five thirty. Okay. I like to be up at, I like to be up. For before. some reason, I envision you getting up at four o'clock in the morning, doing some push-ups, making yourself some tea and checking your email, then getting out on your bike. Well, in an ideal situation, that, <laughs> it was that, that close. That, that, that is, it's close. I, I I love to ride early. I maybe as I I've always had, believe it or not, as much as I love riding, I actually struggle between putting on the kit and getting on the bike, mainly because it's cold here in the morning. Yes, and, and I get that, and and I and I struggle, but I get up. I'd like to be up by 5.30. I would ideally like to be up at 5. It doesn't. It, it really depends on when I go to bed. What I will not compromise is the hours. So I will not compromise. I mean, I I, I religiously, yeah. I have a sensor in my mattress. It records my... Well, you talked about this on a podcast before. Yeah, it's called Sleep Tracker. It's right here. Yeah. Last night, you can see I did 80. I had eight hours and eight minutes of sleep. So how does that help you by knowing how much you slept? Well, because you fool yourself. Here's what you'll say. You'll say, Oh, I got enough sleep last night. And then you look at this and you're, and you look at your sleep score and you say, Well, I actually only got five hours and I only got 30 minutes of deep sleep. And most of it was light sleep, which means things aren't, you're not doing things right. I mean, you're probably eating too late. You're Uh, all sorts of things that you're dehydrated. I see my heart rate last night was down, which means if I eat, if I eat anything spicy, if I eat anything after seven o'clock, my heart rate could see 60. When I'm not doing that, my heart rate could be 51, 50, 49, 48. Yeah, no, that's not good. Is that yours last night? Which one? This three, that's four hours. What are you doing? Four hours. How are you even minutes. have all this energy? <laughs> I, I, are you yeah. tired? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good right now. I really am. That's not, I mean, I can't do I that. Crazy, I cannot. I cannot I do that. And last night I was so distraught. Why the, I don't know why the Warriors affect me. I'm like, does it really matter? See, I fade at night though. I do. I fade, but, and I fall asleep, but then I wake up and I'm up and I'm up and I'm up. Well, when I get up, I, I, if I do get up in the middle of the night, I keep ear 
earbuds next and I put on a podcast or a book and I'll be asleep. And well, in people a put this on, I'll put them to sleep too. <laughs> I don't think so. I think people listen oh, to good. it. Oh, good. I hope so. Why? You think, gonna, you I did you not think this it. was entertaining? I think so. Uh, we had some very, very strong opinions as we kick started this podcast. I don't on, know what we had. I, I don't think we had politics and crime and gun control and <laughs> responsibility and parroting and. Um, yeah. But we didn't solve it. We didn't solve it, but we'll work on it together. I think there has to be a, disc- I think people, I don't think you have to solve it. I think that you just have to talk about it. Yeah. I have some friends and not going against one again. I'm not saying, oh, this person's Democrat and they're really, you know, just this way and this person's Republican and they're just this way. But I do have a friend who's just very strong willed and won't even listen to the other side at all. It's this way or no way. And no, 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 no. I said, but you got to open yourself up because that's how you'll learn or maybe just come up with some answers or solutions to help all of us or just to engage with, but you can't just say it's this way or no way. And that's the way it is. Well, then you're in an echo chamber. Yeah. I have to delete those texts half the time. I do, um, 99% of the time. I just see the first sentence. Do you actually delete? Are you a text deleter? I am. I don't understand that. What do you mean? I don't delete emails. I don't delete. Oh text. my gosh. No, because then you get too many. You, it's. What do you just, mean? I'm only concerned with your last, what you last, what we last conversed well, yeah, about. Yeah. I don't like immediately delete that. But like if somebody starts saying something that I don't want to hear, I just delete it. I don't waste or my when time. our conversation is done and over with, like, let me see, what did you, I do? You delete that? The conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? Because it's no longer relevant. <laughs> like, what, what okay, do you mean? Why like are you just leaving? You're wasting giving, your time. If somebody was giving me directions on how to get to the Heritage House in Mendocino, here I am, like what, 250 miles away now. I'm not going to be going back up there maybe for another three or four months. I don't need those directions anymore. So I delete it. I deleted but that. But it text automatically message. moves down anyway because the people who do messaging you will move up in the messenger. But then it slows down your telephone if you keep all of it those. It does texts. not do that. It does too. It does not it, do that. It slows it down. <laughs> you what what every, model is that? Do you, it's a uh, 13. It is. It's not slowing that thing down then. It's yeah. Yeah, it is. It's not even, your thing is probably not even remotely full. It's telling me, why is it telling me to wake up at one o'clock tomorrow morning for the rodeo? It is. It's telling me this and I don't know. You don't have to do that though, do you? No, I don't have to be there till 10. Yeah. So I don't, no, I don't. I don't waste my time. You don't delete. I got 75,000 hours left. I'm not going to waste my time (laughs) putting, putting, deleting messages. It doesn't, it takes a second to delete a message. Okay. Well, how many seconds do you spend a month doing that? Well, I do it instantaneously. I'm just saying, if you spend 60, 60 okay, seconds, that's I want people a- to write into us and tell me. Okay. Now, for example, here, I was asking this one hairdresser if she had an availability. She said no. So I deleted it afterward. Why? I haven't why? Why are you wasting your time with that? Well, why do I want to keep it? She's not available. It'll move down and it'll be irrelevant. Like, don't, I, I, why do I want to save it? I don't know. You know, I have a, a lady I do Friday mornings. We have a podcast called, uh, a show called On Business and we basically a conversation like this more, we try to pick a topic. Tomorrow we're talking about can you be an entrepreneur? Is entrepreneur learn? Can you learn to be an entrepreneur? Or are you born? What do you think? I think you can learn. I do. Hmm. But you have to be a born fighter. So that's good. I'll bring that tomorrow. But she, <laughs> she, she, here she is. She just texted us. She actually, the universe is crazy. 
the it is. She just said, "Hey, can I shouldn't be reading this while we're on the air, but can we record on Saturday?" So she deletes all the text messages that she keeps her texts clear. Like it sounds like you well, do. No, well, look at this guy asked me this morning, "Can you send me the video?" And I wrote back, "Yes." Now, why would I want to save that? I I haven't deleted just leave it, yet, it. But I, why? It's not you're relevant. you're a zero inbox person. It's not relevant. Oh, I love my inbox clean. That that's a that, so I'm I'm writing so, I'm writing a book, but I'm going to write a book on productivity, and that's a waste of time. No, it's not. It's being efficient and organized. I think it stresses you out. If I have too many emails, well, yeah, yeah, Yvette does that. It's just a waste of time. To, like leave them in the inbox and let them go to the bottom. You want to know how many emails are in my inbox right now? A million. Uh, I think 89. Okay. 000. See, I cleaned mine out. I actually cleaned my email out this weekend and I have 810 right now. Oh, that, then you're not a zero inbox. Well, no, that's the ones that just came in, in the past couple of days. So I have, see, uh, still have all the blue on them. I haven't even read them all yet. Well, that's a lot. Yeah. I have six, 64,537. I rely on search to find them. Why? Cause I don't waste my time. It's I, clogging up your, your phone and your, computer and yeah who told you that i just did my own research nobody had to tell me <laughs> you made it up <laughs> it's one of those things it's not it's not real it's, no there's no reason it's not real but you hey what? you know what i i'm not here to dictate parenting gun control <laughs> or or how you do your text messages it's completely up to you and i think that you have a first right amendment to do that and I think I, I will say something if it's really super important. Okay. I will. You will save it if it's super important. What would a, a that text be? It, like from you. <laughs> oh, my address. Okay. Um, There's a super really one good one that I saved right here because somebody told me they're going through their old files at KPIX and came up with a picture of me. And I, for some reason I've saved it. See it? Is that you? That's me. Oh my God. That's when I was doing triathlons and I was skinny. That's a, that's a, I, 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 look, I wasn't commenting on weight. I was like, that's a very serious I look like outfit. A, I look like Austin Powers. I was going to say, yeah, this is man. Austin Powers. Yeah, like not uh, not, not like Mike Myers, Austin Powers. No, but no, like no. Like his the, backup dancers. Yeah, the, the, dance, the, the oh, yeah. ladies who are dancing. Oh, wow. I was doing it for some costume party thing, but, but this guy was- You don't have to explain it to so, me. If you yeah, dress like no. that, it's totally cool. <laughs> and then I saved this one here because I think this guy's really talented. He sent me these chairs. These chair, these chairs he made out of wine barrels, and I think this is really cool. You know, you know what that picture reminds me? Do you watch that show Physical? No. Oh, I, I love it. It's funny. Do you watch it, Barry? What's Barry? Barry on HBO. It's a very dark, dark comedy. I don't watch dark comedy. It's a dark comedy. He used to be on SNL. It's it's a dark comedy. It's hard. I, I'm, I'm not making a blanket. Do you stage. watch Hacks? No. Hacks is on HBO. I love that. It's about this washed up female comedian in Las Vegas. Oh, the reason I said physical is because that outfit reminds me of the, I mean, remember the aerobics in the eighties? Yes. It was called aerobicize. And Jeez, this is a, about that whole, a woman who starts making videotapes and it's a crazy <laughs> show. But yeah. So anyway, I was like, Oh, that's the old, the old, um, that's actually 60 style. I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Austin powers. <laughs> so you're going to do your production company. You're going to continue and you're, you're going to do the, are you going to do the travel show? We got off track. So 
I would love to do the travel show. I need to get perhaps Oakland International Airport on board again. You need to get an airliner or an airport on board so they can pay for the passage on the plane, right? And then also they have the contacts on who to work with, like visit Italy, visit uh London, you know, visit. And then who pays you? Do, do the people that they pay for all that travel, but does the, the stations that you're on pay for the show? The commercial time. So what you do is you go in as the production company. Okay, like let's say, for example, I had a contract with Oakland International Airport for $250,000. With that $250,000, we put together eight different television, 30-minute shows. They give you that budget. Yeah, and then that money pays for your photographer, for your editor, for me as the talent to buy the airtime for the slot like a Saturday night at 7 o'clock on TV. And then for a 30-minute show, you usually have three commercial breaks. Those three commercial breaks could be two minutes and 30 seconds. So let's say you have a 30-second spot. You still have two more minutes left in that one segment alone. You can go out and and find your own sponsors or the tell you say, I'm giving it all. I don't have time. I'm giving it back to you, the television station. Their account executives sell that commercial time and then they make the money. So you'd rather make the money yourself if you can. So it seems like a hard business. Like, why wouldn't you just put that on YouTube and make it really good and get all the views and then make money off the advertising there? Yeah. Well, if you can make a lot of money off of it, it does sound, it actually is probably the way to go in the future because television is even a dying dinosaur, right? I mean, people are watching whatever they want anywhere. They're streaming Hulu, they're streaming Netflix, they're streaming, you know, HBO, Apple, all these different formats. Are they watching network television as much? Well, here's what I will say about the local news that someone pointed out to me in my rant about fake news, which (laughs) most of it is fake. It's fake. It's all, uh, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to, local news, I'm going to tell you why it's not. Did my jaw just drop or what? It it did, but I'm going to tell you most news is fake uh, online. Not on KTVU. And I went off on a rant. Well, look, this goes back to earlier in our conversation. It's all about incentives. They are not incentivized anymore. There's no real journalism. There's only a few real journalists out there outside of local. Just give me a minute. Okay. Stay with me. <laughs> Stay with me. Roberta had already taken off her, her, her earphones and walking out the door. The, and I said, it's all, I don't read the news online anymore because it's all crap. And financial news sometimes is not is bad because stock prices can only be whatever, but there's still bullshit out there. And (laughs) there is. So, and he said to me, he said, but there's one place where you can find real news and it's a local news. And I analyzed that in my head for a minute and then I watched it. And the truth is, is local news stations are incentivized to actually report Real news in general. Yes. If, if you don't, then the community will call you out on it. They'll say, that's not true. Right. And the problem at the national level is that a national audience calling a national NORS organization has no, has no real clout. It has no real effect. It's just noise. Whereas if you say something that you're talking about the Bay Area and, or you say, Half Moon Bay is full of smoke this weekend. Don't go there. I'd be like, I mean, people are just, because it's in your backyard, you're more inclined, I think, to fight or Mm -hmm. not fight, but call someone out. And the truth is, is local news. I just, the only thing I wish about local news that they didn't do so much is I wish they did more happy stories. I agree. 
I had a show in Chicago called News for Kids Chicago Style. And it was also a 30 minute show. And it's where I won my first Emmy. And I actually beat Bozo the Clown because Bozo was nominated. What? Yes. And I was nominated and nobody ever beats Bozo. I mean, Bozo's a legend, right? And my show beat Bozo the Clown. But, and just, I'll never forget that as long as I live. But we featured stories about kids doing good things because you only hear about the bad things kids do on television. You do. And it, it was very positive and it was very well received. And you just made an excellent point. I want to see more happy news also. But we haven't had a lot of happy news. You got well, no, to a little deeper. You have to, you have to have people also contribute. Call up your local TV station or email your local TV station or, or a particular reporter and say, listen to this. Isn't this great? For example, I had a friend or have a friend in Danville. She lives next door to a woman with a child with autism. The garbage man every week would stop and picking up the garbage and say hello to this little boy, five years old. So this little boy started getting up. He he figured out what day's garbage day. He would run out there by six o'clock in the morning and he would greet the garbage man. So the garbage man let the mom know that, no, this is the way it was. The, the woman let the garbage man know that they were moving to San Diego. The dad got relocated. So she told the garbage man that and my friend heard the story that the neighbor's going to move and told the garbage man. And so I told my friend, Julia Goodrich over at KPIX about this. I said, you got to do this as a story. It's a happy story. You got to do this because I can't do it. I'm the meteorologist. You got to do this happy story. So sure enough, she set it up. The garbage man comes on the last day before they come to move. And he gave the little boy a toy garbage truck. They exchanged information and waste management who, you know, owns the garbage company, notified the people in San Diego where they're going to meet the garbage company in San Diego that this family is moving in. And now that garbage man is greeting that little boy every week. Right. Yeah. So those so are nice. the happy stories. And now that story's up for an Emmy this Saturday night. Is it really? It is. It is. So there are some happy stories, but they're very rare and we need more happy stories. You want me to tell you why there's not going to be any happy stories? Because there's a lot of bad things going on right now. No. Why? That's not why. Why? It's because I read a scientific study the other day. When it bleeds, it when bleeds. It, all words that are extreme, negative, and I'm, I'm trying to remember the exact words, Roberta, but I can't remember. Breaking? No, not just breaking, said. like very, very harsh, definitive, negative things is what people click on. It was a YouTube Mm. Uh, study where they were mm -hmm. understanding the algorithm and what people click on. I think it was YouTube. It might have been something else, but it was basically if you want people to click on your stuff, it needs to be generally negative and it needs to be extreme. And if you do that, you're going to garner all mm. of the, all of the other th stuff. So here we go back to incentive structure. Nobody's, and unfortunately, I'm not blaming anybody. Like the news stations need to make money. In order to make money, you got to get an audience. Well, look at the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard story. That big I was addicted to that. Like you got popcorn and sat on your couch. I would not even watch it. on the couch. I watched it right back here at this desk and well, I would watch it in the evening. See, you're part of that culture then too. Well, that and, and why? Because it's negative. Yeah, it was negative. Exactly. They were fighting. Yes. This was like the biggest trial since OJ. Yeah, you want to know, I own the domain name quarrels.com. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's one of my best domain names I've ever bought. Really? I used to be a domain name trader. And 
it gets it. I don't, I, I, I need to put, I need, I've had it for two decades probably. And I just put fights up there and I guarantee you people will watch it all day long. Mm. The Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing. That was, did you watch it? You know what I just watched? I didn't watch the trial itself, but just read up on it after each day. But oh, you I have to watch, watch I YouTube just videos. watched yesterday. Hulu has a streaming show available until I think tomorrow. And it's called Depp versus Heard. And you, if you will love that bit, because it's a whole recap of the trial every single day. I mean, these people had a volatile relationship even before they got married. And they still got married. And then they were married for 15 months. So doesn't that give you kind of a clue before you get married if you're already arguing and hitting each other? I mean, they both had their faults, let's face it. But it's over the line putting poo in somebody's bed. Let's just say that, okay? <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was great. <laughs> it was great. I, I mean, and look, I'm I'm part of the, you know, because I'm part yep. of the, the problem. I can remember. So watch it. It's on Hulu. Did you get Hulu? I don't, but okay. I would get it on YouTube. Okay. I'll excuse. watch it. The, the highlights. I was, I would watch highlights, but I used to, I had to catch myself a few times during that trial. I would click on during the day just to take a mental break. 45 minutes go by. I'm like, well, there went 45 minutes of my 75,000 hours. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. I don't know. Well, I, so I, I think about that. Who does that? Who 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 does the things that she did, though? I mean, what do you mean? There's a lot of those crazy people that put that put poo in beds. Look, I think of people. I don't want to know what people do. I I think there's more crazy stuff than we think. Probably. I don't want to be a part of that. I'll tell you how to find out. Listen to the scanner at night. All right. I, I see. I don't want drama. No drama. No drama. Count me out. No drama. I'm walking drama. No, I want no drama at all. So anyway, I do like watching documentaries, though. Real life documentaries. I like everything. I like nonfiction. Yeah. That's why I'm always reading nonfiction. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in general, I did. I but, you know, it's not good to read nonfiction. In order to be creative, I was reading another scientific study the other day. Or maybe it was in the book, that book I'm reading. You actually really need to read some nonfiction. Uh, Fiction. You need to read. You need to read made-up stories. When the crawfish sing. When the crawdaddies. It's when the crawdaddies sing. I just got that book. I'm starting it on Monday. Yeah, it's going to be a movie coming out too in July. When the crawdaddies sing. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I just finished watching Bad Bad Vegan on Netflix. Oh, that's I a, saw that. It's yeah. It's, uh, what a mess. You wonder how can somebody get so brainwashed, but then they bring up Patricia, Patty Hearst. Hey, man, people get brainwashed. It's called cults. It happens all the time. I watched that series with that weirdo who was teaching people leadership or some bullshit and he had women branding themselves. Did you see all that? No. Oh, huge. That's on Netflix. You get addicted to that. That's on now? It was, it's been on. It was on. Oh. And then I watched Betty and I watched Candy. <laughs> Those were on Hulu. You and I totally, I don't get Hulu. <laughs> okay, on Hulu, it's Renee Zellweger, and uh, she's on Betty. It's a true story. Is it funny? Oh, no. <laughs> no there's nothing funny about it. So, so you're watching a sad, no, bad <laughs> show. You see? You see what gets attention? No, it's real life stories. Yeah, real life stories. That's why people watch Cops. Okay, so <laughs> what's the funny thing? Hacks. Watch Hacks. That's funny. That's on HBO. But I'll tell you what Yvette and I do try to do almost every night. We try to watch, but there's not enough of them, but we 
will watch it over and over again, a comedian. Because we believe you need, you, need to, you need to end the day on a more funny, happy thing. And, you know, be, yeah. you should be surprised when you, when you laugh. I mean, think of how long you, how many times you laughed today. And you're like, oh, oh I didn't really laugh a lot. Oh, I laughed a lot in Mendocino. And it, you know what? It was great because I caught myself with a... That was yesterday. No, that was all last week. I know, but did you laugh today? I've been laughing with you. I know, but I've I'm just saying... for two hours. I know, but just think think previous. Um, did I laugh today? Let me think earlier today. No, because I was working with the construction workers. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you could have gone all day today and not laughed. No, I would have laughed. <laughs> I would, I would, I all right. Well, I'm just saying most... If you do an audit of yourself, people probably think... I like that. That's a good point, though. I think I'm going to put that out there today. I'm just going to say, when is the last time you have laughed? Yeah. I'm going to do... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So when you you said, why do I keep track of sleeping? I I don't think we keep track of these things, data points enough to, to really... And as a human, you rationalize. I think about how... Don't you keep track of how much you drink, though, right? Do you drink? I don't drink. You don't drink at all. I I don't drink not drinking because I'm can't make you laugh. <laughs> drinking you make you and do a lot of stupid you, things. It can make you sleep too. <laughs> can make you do dumb things. I probably would rather smoke pot than 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 drink. I so that's an interesting thing you have to say because when I was in Mendocino, uh, we're doing a podcast. We were shooting for a podcast and a commercial, and we visited three different cannabis companies. And you learn a lot. You know, we went to one place that actually is a retail place, one place that is a distribution place, and another place that was more of a boutique kind of place. And you talk to some very educated people, and they give you all the pros and cons medicinal-wise and health-wise, you know, as far as your liver, your kidneys, your health, your overall being, your stress levels, and you know, all this stuff. So they gave me this one plant because I told them that I'm a gardener, and they gave me a plant, and I brought it home. And I planted it and it died. They said, this is the healthiest plant we have, you know, and when it, when it grows some buds, you said his pictures. I said, you're on. They said, probably in October. I said, okay. And I'm a really good gardener. This thing died in two days. I don't know why. And I it think, was marijuana plant. Yeah. Real pretty too, but it just. Yeah. I don't do anything in moderation. Oh, I get that. I understand that. So, That's a really good statement. I'm extremely A-type. Yeah, like I think people who say moderation are scared. Yeah, see, I had this talk with my oldest son the other day. He said he was going to go to Las Vegas for his first time. I said, no, no, that's not going to work. You're not going to let him go? He said, why? And I said, because we are an A-type addictive personality family. And if you go to Vegas... You, he go, I said, what are you going to do? He goes, I'm going to try, I'm going to try a hand of poker for my first time. I said, Oh no, because you will not play one hand. You won't play 10 hands. You'll keep playing because you're going to lose your money and try to win it back. So he went to Vegas anyway and he called me because looking at this table over here and I think you're right and I'm not going to play <laughs> because I, and I'm so glad I had that top because we, and he is that type. He is strongly that he'll go, he'll work out and he'll work out for like four hours. He won't work out for one hour. It's got to be four hours. Or he goes to work. His shift is seven hours. He'll work 10 hours. You know, he's got to do everything to excess. So, yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I don't. It's not that I'm an alcohol. I mean, some people no. would say my family has addiction. I mean, there's alcoholics. Oh, I sure. actually just recently, my mom was adopted. So I never knew my 
I mean, my grandparents were my grandparents, obviously, but I never knew my biological grandparents and I found them. Ooh, where? On Ancestry.com. How long ago? Four or five months ago. Get out. This is recent. This is a whole nother podcast we've got to do. This is a whole new podcast. Why? Because there's a lot to dig into here. I'm sort of over it now. It's sort of weird how it happened. Did you go visit them? My grandfather's dead. I haven't found my grandmother because it appears that my grandfather, who's dead, didn't actually know about my mom. But his sister is alive. Oh, wow. And his sister is 80-some. He was 15 years older or something. And it matched. I was like, this is a direct relative on my mom's side. And sure enough, she sent me pictures. I have it upstairs. I'll say he was a golf pro. And Oh, uh, wow. Can you golf? I can't. I can't hit that. (laughs) I can't hit that damn ball. I mean, I'm sure if I did, I'd practice, but I, you know, I haven't been. <laughs> and you would practice the rest of your life. I That's mean, why I'm not playing golf. Yeah. That's why I ride bikes. That's what I do. I ride bikes. I lift. I do other things. But um, yeah, it was really weird. At first, I was very curious. And then you find out, and you're like, huh, oh, I saw that. That's pretty cool. And you want to know more. And then you're, then you, go through, I don't know, my phase was, but I really already, already had grandparents. So does it really matter? But what I was more concerned with was health. Mm, interesting. Because I'm a data person. So yeah, but he yeah. lived a long time, yeah. which doesn't knock on wood mean anything. But yeah, none of my people have lived a long time. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I've already outlived both my brothers, you know, so mom and dad, I'm probably closing in on, but it's just, no, no, none of my grandparents, you know, my grandmother died. It's like 65. 65? Yeah. My grandfather died like at 80. So it's like, yeah, no. 80s old? No. You don't think 80s old? No, it's getting up there, but. What do you consider old? old? 104. Oh my God. How many people <laughs> are those? Like five? <laughs> Who the hell says that? No, seriously. I no, seriously. Who says that? I've never had anybody tell me that. I sit next to a man in church. His name's Al, and he rides a motorcycle to church, and he's ninety six years old. Are you joking? I'm not kidding you. It may be a three wheeler, but it's a motorcycle. Well, good for him. That's good news for us. Seriously, right? And then who was I talking to the other day? He was ninety six, also. Oh, well, the Queen of England. She's ninety six. Okay. She has a little bit of mobility issues. Jack sits in that chair all day. She has some mobility issues. I hear she does like rap music. I don't know. I saw that show that Yvette watched on Netflix about the Queen of England. Mm -hmm. It's sort of a sad story. Well. I mean, she didn't really want to do that. and you. She had to. Look at you shrugging. You're like, (laughs) nobody has to do anything. Prince Harry or whoever you went to their wedding. Who'd you go to? Yeah, Harry and Meghan. No, they 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 don't. They decided they don't have to be royal. Yeah, they still want all the royalties, though. They still all want all the stuff. They want I, all the. I swag. don't think so. Is that oh, true? Oh yeah, they want all the swag. They went to the jubilee in a jet plane, and they wanted high security and all that stuff. Well, didn't they inherit money from their from his mother anyway? Well, it, you know, I don't know all their financial situation, but they want it both ways. Well, you can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. No, you can't. But you know, come on, it's. It's, you know, it just, how tough is it? How tough is it to be a royal? It's probably 
awful. <laughs> I'm serious. You have to do all this bullshit and, and all these like festivities and all these <laughs> etiquette and all this crap they're, that you don't want. They're not digging ditches. Well, I'm not they're saying not that. construction I'm, workers I'm out not saying there. They can't be, they're hard. not grateful. I'm just saying, <laughs> I think, you know, it's an interesting, everybody usually, thinks because they have money that life's no, easy. No, because they're taken care of. They're oh. taken care of. That's why they live so long. That's what I was saying. She's like 96. Like, what the hell she's done? I'm not, I'm not beating up on the Queen of England. I'm just saying her life has been probably good food. Yeah. Have you eaten their food in, in the UK? It's not. I, I don't good. like it. No, <laughs> no. Every time I mean, that's a typical American statement, but I'm not a big fan of it. No, no. Where do they eat porridge? Well, now they have a lot of Indian influence. So they have a lot of curry in London. I had fish and chips. I actually really loved the fish and chips. Yeah, yeah, not me. You don't like the fish and chips? They have really good fish and chips. Every time I go to London, all I eat is omelets. Well, the eggs sucked when I was there. Well, I get egg whites. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, they probably think our food sucks. I mean, oh, look. You know what? I went to Australia and the first thing people asked me, they said, oh, you're American? You guys supersize everything. And it's true. I mean, oh. our portions are huge. Americans are fat. <laughs> our portions are big. Think about it. You know, I have never eaten at a Wendy's in my life. I just don't eat fast food, period. But yesterday after I emceed that whole branding thing at the rodeo, they had a big dinner thing and it's like, no, I, I don't eat red meat. So it's like, no. You don't so, eat red meat? No, I don't at all. So I I stopped at a Wendy's because I saw a commercial about a strawberry salad and it was so good. But it was huge. For $7, I saved half of it and had it for lunch today. Americans have a problem. They eat too much and they're fat. huge. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't even care about saying it. That, and guess what? The salad had nuts on it. And those nuts were probably from the Central Valley. You, know you should stop using the water uh, <laughs> as much. I'm sorry. The But, you know, go to Europe. They, I don't even think they make a 36-size pant in Europe for men. XXL? There's no XXL. There's in, no XXL. No, you're right. You're you're right. And the food is delicious and it's rich, but it's small and they walk everywhere. Well, the other part is they I walk. hate the portions. It, it's like for a mouse. <laughs> They're tiny portions. I eat a lot. You don't eat a lot. I probably outweigh you. I, I actually am 10 pounds overweight. Oh my gosh, stop it. You're the typical cyclist. You really are. I'm not actually. It's typical. Some of those guys are just unhealthy. I look at them, I was like, I couldn't have arms like that. Your arm's like as big as my finger. <laughs> it's true. It's all about weight, a weight to power ratio, but I'm not going to compromise um, muscle for that. But yeah, Europeans are, I, 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 they're, they're skinny. I just think they take care of themselves more, but you know, I have a problem with it. It's a whole nother podcast because it affects all of us. <laughs> <laughs> How does it affect all of us? Yeah, our insurance. You know how much my insurance is a month? Yeah. You, um, how much is your insurance a month? I think you've got nice insurance is like $1,400. 14, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, that, that's really expensive. $1,400 okay. is $1,800. That's like $1,950 of earned income in California. But do you get your money's worth? No, I don't. I, I eat healthy. Yeah, Drinking I lemon know. water here. I know. You got lemon in your water. I did it. I didn't know. Pout, yeah. so I Probably because you can't grow a lemon tree. <laughs> well, I did. And then it, something happened. But I got coffee grounds out there to put on it. And it's going to, I think it's going to, I think you can grow them here. 
but it's got to be in the sun. And probably might, might have to be inland. But I do have an apple tree, two apple trees. Oh, I like apples. They're not, I mean, or you could have them. I, that's why I love California. When I first came to California from, as a Maryland person, because he got from California, I was like, wow, man, this is just so incredible. She's from Southern California. And avocado tree, orange tree, lemon tree. I mean, I had orchard. I had cherries, peaches, and apples on the farm we grew up. But I don't know. The fruit here is really good. Strawberries are ridiculous. They're they're great, aren't they? Although they were $8 in the store the other day, and I can't buy them for $8. Have you noticed that they are changing the shape of product and raising the prices? Like, for example, you go and buy Gatorade. You're, it, they, Gatorade has you changed. You drink Gatorade? No, I'm just, well, I, on the bike, I will from time to time. Oh, yeah. right. So you go and you get a Gatorade and you see the Gatorade. Well, now it's a different kind of bottle and it's less content and it's more. And that's happening with detergent. I mean, check it out. Check it out. Go to the grocery store and check it out. The size of the detergent. I don't know how they, ma- they the may average make it look like a bigger it. bottle, a, a, like a rounder bottle, but you check out the ounces. It's less and it's like $2 more. Well, it's because, because of inflation and the price of gas and they just can't afford to, to do it. I don't, I don't gas up my electric car. Is that, the, that's a whole, that's a fully electric? I just electric? love saying that now. Is it's it a fully electric car? Fully electric. So if you roll down the window, you use the like, you use some of the electricity in the car to roll down. I, the I had, uh, charging anxiety when I first got my I car. did too. Big time. I was watching that little battery go down all the time. I even had a little bit of anxiety coming here because it's my, my first road trip out here, right? And so I thought, well, I'm going to charge it up a little bit overnight. No, because it's good to let it go all the way down if you can, because then you, when you charge it back up, it goes up higher. Like mine goes to 340. What is forty uh, miles? Yeah, my, my Tesla is 342 or something. Yeah, sure it is. Mine's 343. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you such a Tesla hater? Tesla's from here. They're in Fremont. Mustang's American. You know, you know what you want to know why, you know why I like Tesla? Because you like Elon. Because it can drive itself. So does mine. Mine drives itself. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. Come on, go out to my car. I'll let you drive. So you're telling me that you can get in that car and put your home address and it's going to drive you home. Well, it will give me the directions home automatically, but it will drive itself for 15 seconds. Then it tells you, get your hands on the wheel. And then you just touch it and then it drives itself. So we have to, itself, we have so. to touch it. But if we put, you see, you have to touch yours too. No, it have to. It has a camera that watches you. Yeah. Okay. So if you look down at your phone while you're, because my last one did not have that and you could watch a movie. Oh no. I didn't just say that, but, but on route five, you, you could. Yeah. No, this one. Yeah, you just you just keep touching it like every fifteen. So you're telling me you could put in the address of your house, yes, and hit go, and it's going to drive itself through my neighborhood and out of here. You know, one thing it does drive me nuts is I can get in the car, and it will tell me the best route and how long it's going to take me to get home. It's like, how do you know I'm going home? You don't know everything about me. It guessed. It's like you don't know everything about me, and I don't want you to know everything about me. So does that freak you out? It's Big Brother. Yes, Big Brother's. What is it? What? what? Big Brother's everywhere. What's Big Brother doing? Big brothers watching and listening to our podcast. Right? And doing what with this data? Falling asleep. <laughs> Big brother. What are they doing? Why is Big Brother scary to you? I, I'm not scared of Big Brother. I'm just saying you you know too much about me. There should be some things that are private. Yeah. I I, I mean, I'm not just dis- totally disagreeing. I just think people freak out. Like, what are they really doing with the data? If you're not doing anything wrong, why do you care? 
where some people may not be doing things wrong, but it can be misconstrued. Well, then, like, then maybe they should pay for Google and not get it for free. Pay for Google and not get it. For well, free. I mean, how, so there's this, not just I'm Google, a tech, there's cameras everywhere. I'm a tech person. So I'm like, if you want something for free, you got to give something. They got to pay for the servers. Okay. So this is an example. My cousin, <laughs> my cousin, I call her kind of Fonda Rhonda. Her name's Rhonda. My cousin Rhonda got a DUI. So she goes to court. That's not good. She goes to court to try Rhonda. to find it, right? Kind of find under, it. Kind of find a Rhonda. Yeah. Because, you know, she says the breathalyzer is wrong. I don't know. But anyway, somehow when they're prosecuting the case, they were able to go through her credit card receipts and find out when she bought alcohol. So she said, if you ever buy alcohol, don't ever use your credit card because somebody can always pull that up. Right? That, that is true. Yeah. So I don't like that. I don't like people to know what I'm buying. But she did something wrong. So maybe she needed yeah, to be caught. Well, I mean, I'm sure know, she's a very nice family member, but she, she shouldn't <laughs> be not, drinking and driving. I'm not saying it was a good thing. I agree with you. No drinking and driving at all. I agree. But it was just interesting about how they knew her buying habits in court. Well, they could subpoena it because they could get her credit card. I mean, anything you do digitally, I don't know. I'm a data geek. I just think that you people's expectations used to be changed because here's the thing. If I said, okay, well, no more Google Maps. You got to pay $9.99. Oh, people freak goodness. out. I remember the days of reading a Rand McNally. That was so hard. I remember being 17 years old and trying to get to Los Angeles to take that test for the radio license. And I said, get on the 110. Well, I'm looking at the Ram McNally and it said 10. So I figured, ah, the map was wrong. It's really the 10, but it's saying to go the 110, whatever, you know, so I get, I go get lost. I would fight the judgment of what Ram McNally was telling me. Now I can just get it told to me on my phone and I get well, I was still two blocks away from your house. Here's a question for But it you. did tell me when I was at the wrong house, when I showed up, it said it was a nine-minute walk. And I thought, how is it a nine-minute walk? I'm here at his house. How's it going to take me nine minutes for my car, which I parked two houses away to his driveway? And then I realized I was at the wrong house because you're like, well, I don't You're not see. my driveway. That's right. I was like, you're not my driveway. But here's a question. I was thinking there's Rand McNally maps were books that you would flip, right? Some of them. So don't you think that we were more distracted when we were reading paper maps than yes, we are now? Absolutely. 100%. So, so is texting, well, I just, I don't want to open this. People will just crush me, but, I know. but, but it is true. We used to watch it. We used to have to read a map while we were driving. Well, you're supposed to pull over and look at the map. Pull over and look at the map. <laughs> Go. The That's one. how I feel right there. Is okay. just pull over and look at the map where yes, on the, on the yes. freeway? Um, well, there. Get killed? Get off the freeway. Oh, so we go to the next exit, then we get off, so we keep stopping. See, men don't want to hear directions. Oh, I do. <laughs> I want direction. I don't want to waste time. I've only got 75,000 hours. And how many hours? And I've already taken up two of them. No, it's been, a, it's been fun. Like, this is in my spreadsheet that I have. This is plus two. two. Oh, oh, uh, this is nice. Thank so, you. So, yeah. Uh, no, I... But yeah, that's how I want directions. Do you, th do, you th do you think that most men just don't want directions? Yes. Well, they always know where they're going and how to get there. 
No, I don't. And I just want someone to tell me so I don't have to waste time driving around and getting lost. I hate, I hate getting a bad part down. Me too. Me too. That happened to me not long ago. I got off the 1130 newscast and they had like, uh, I got on the 580 and I was going to head home and they closed down the lanes because I think there was an accident. And so they had me get off on the next off ramp and the next off ramp, all of a sudden I'm on International Boulevard in Oakland by myself, woman in a car, by herself. In a Mustang. And it was almost near midnight and it it scared the EBGBs out of me. It really did because I saw people start like walking towards the car and stuff and I just blew through red lights. And then I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know how to get back on the freeway. No, yeah, I don't, was, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. You uh, know what though? I carry bear spray. Are you joking? I could take down a bear. <laughs> you take down somebody trying to accost you in your car. It's a bear, bear spray. Good idea. It's a good you idea. Should carry it on your bike. It's a good idea. Right? I, I, hey, it's legal. I got it at Dick's. Dick Sporting Good. It's actually genius. You right. could put that right out your window and let that thing spray it up. It won't come back as long as the wind's not blowing. Exactly. But there's a foam now, too. Foam? Yeah. So it doesn't blow back into your eyes. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to hit the bear you know, with see, the foam. This is what happens. You're supposed to hit the bear with the foam. But see, what happens sometimes is when you work in news as long as I have, you hear all the bad things, all the bad stories. So you think bad things are going to happen all the time. So you got to be prepared because I was a Girl Scout. And being a Girl Scout, you have to be prepared all the time. On my honor, I will try to do my duty for God and my country to help other people at all times and obey the Girl Scout law. Be prepared. Well, I think Girl Scouts are crack dealers. <laughs> because of their cookies. They got a new flavor now, lemon cookies. Oh, no, they have a new flavor, though. No, 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 a sea salt. The, uh, I don't know. That got them. They, it's, that's crack. It's I, not crack. No. It's freaking, I mean, I could, I don't, I eat that whole box of Samoas in a minute. In a minute? And I feel sick. I like Samoas. Samoas are good too. Do you ever get the mint cookies and then put them in the freezer? Yvette doesn't like that. So we don't do that. <laughs> now we know who rules the house. We, we don't do that, but I do <laughs> like frozen. I do like frozen. I like them frozen. I, and sometimes I believe that we're going to freeze them because we're not going to eat them. Do you like the tag- three days later, they yeah. get eaten. Do you like the tagalons? I don't know what those are. Tagalons are the, the Samoans. No, they're the tagalons with so, the peanut butter. Those are new. Chocolate and peanut. No, they've been around forever. Mm-hmm. Do you know when I sold Girl Scout cookies, they were 50 cents and now they're six bucks a box. Yeah. They're good. They're worth six that's bucks. That's inflation again. Well, we're in, we're we're going to be in trouble with inflation, but that's a whole other story that I'm trying to ignore. Should I close down the business? <laughs> Just so uh, no, I think media. I think the media business will be around forever. I think media business, but I do think you have to adapt in the media mm-hmm. business. I think the old models are dead. You have to reinvent. You have bill. to re. But really, what's happening now, and you and I talked about this, is we're just building channels on the internet. There's really no, even in podcasting, what you're seeing happening is channels. So where it would be FM 104.3, I mean, that that up, now it's just going to be Spotify.com. Right. And, Got it. and and they're rolling these things up. And it was very similar to what happened with when satellite radio, the problem with satellite radio, I think was 
they did okay for a minute, but it, it's sort of like the Betamax and the v, uh, VHS. It was just didn't really catch on for whatever reason. But all we're doing is building channels. What are we doing on YouTube? Everybody has a channel, mm-hmm. and you're and and mm-hmm. it's just it's making everyone a creator, and you can have your own channel. You can have your own podcast. We're we're here. We're launching a new show. We're launching actually two new shows. So now we're going to be a channel in some mm-hmm. fashion. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's happening. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This would be fun if we did something in which like, like streaming and like, like, for example, Bad Vegan was six different episodes. So we could have like this one podcast that we did, we could separate into six different episodes. So if people keep coming back for more, what they end up doing is binge. They'll start binge listening. I think if you did that, do you listen to Joe Rogan or no? Once in a blue moon. I think on these conversations, mm-hmm. you have to play it all the way through. I just feel like that as a consumer of the conversation because somebody is, we didn't plan anything of this. No. So there's no cliffhanger. I mean, we could create a cliffhanger. Well, look, listen to what Roberta actually says on the air and, and, and come back. I don't know. I don't know that we, how would we chop? I don't mean chop well, this up. They chopped up bad vegan. They and bad up, vegan was just a conversation. Oh, they chopped up candy. If you see candy, it's all about chopping. But was it planned to be that or was it free flowing? Well, it's a television production. So it was, yeah. it was scripted, scripted. So in these conversations, what people I think really, the but reason unless somebody's driving from the coast right now, to Barstow in the Mojave Desert, will they be listening to this whole podcast? Yeah. So the, uh, well, you could say, okay, so let's talk about that because, (laughs) well, let's talk about that because everybody would say Joe. So if you took Joe Rogan's and I'm not saying, I'm just saying he's the most popular. I'm not saying he's great or not great, but if you take his format, long form conversations, which this is, and you pitched it to a production company, they'd say that'll never work. We'll never make it happen. And he's the number one show. Make it shorter. Uh, Yeah, make it shorter. Well, you and I, if people want to get to know us, I can't get to know you in 20 minutes. I can't get to, I think I know you because you do five minutes of weather. People (laughs) think, but they've watched five minutes of weather for years, right? Mm -hmm. But to really get to know you, you need to listen to this conversation. Mm -hmm. And, and... Why I like it is because you get to drop in as if someone was, you were sitting at the table with us. So a listener, it's as if they're in the studio listening to us. You are not an introvert. I am completely an introvert. No, you're why? Not. Why do you say that? <laughs> because you're sitting there staring. I mean, not like, clearly not listening to what I'm saying here. So <laughs> screw the media business, but <laughs> because you can talk for two hours straight nonstop. You are not an introvert. That, that's not an introvert. You want to know why I can talk? Because I'm actually curious. Like, I, I, I'm gen, genuinely curious. Yeah. I like, I want to know when you say there's no cameras in the newsroom, I want to, well, or in well the stu- there's it, no people behind the cameras. Sorry. The what I, there's obviously cameras in the studio, but <laughs> no people operating. I want to know how that works. Like, I'm genuinely interested in that. So having the conversation is wow. easy. You know what? As soon as COVID is over and we're allowed to have visitors back into the TV station, you're going to come in and you're going to watch a newscast and you will see, and I'll show you master control and all that. I think it would be, I, I'd love to do that. Oh, I think yeah. it'd be super hard without, without people. So I would 
just to say for people, I think that my ability to carry on the conversation is because I just want to know. I want to know the story behind the story. I really want to know how things work. When's your birthday? <laughs> uh, December 22nd. Why? What does that make you? Uh, Capricorn. So I know Sagittarius. Sorry. Sagittarius. It's right on the line, but Sagittarius. <laughs> right on the cusp. Yeah, I'm way Sagittarius. What like, does that you, mean? Uh, like adventurer. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, you, do you, I bet you like camping. What is that? <laughs> yes, I don't camp. Mexicans don't camp. Mexicans do not camp. Mexicans don't camp? No, we may glamp, but we don't camp. Do what? We don't glamp. Glamp? Yeah. Like plug-in RV stuff? RV. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Battery-operated curling iron. You may have a stove inside the RV. You have a mattress. Yeah, yeah, we don't sleep on the ground. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, as I told you. There's mountain lions out there. There's bears. Why would I just have one flimsy piece of material, which is called a tent, between me and something that's way bigger than me with big teeth? I hear something crazy. I don't think I ever met a Mexican person or had Mexican food in probably until... You moved to California? I was in seventh or eighth grade. Really? Hmm. It's crazy. You were deprived. I was. I lived on cheesesteaks and pizzas and steak oh and, and, uh, pork chops and sauerkraut. Oh and gosh. I'm going to have to have you over and make you. Did you see what I posted on Instagram and Facebook the other day? What was it? It's usually on Taco Tuesday, I make tacos, but I just was in the mood for chili verde. So I made chili verde. Oh, chili verde. I can eat that's too hot. Well, it depends. You know, I didn't make it hot at all. Oh, all right. I didn't. Okay. But I'm going back to the, I think people want, Adventure. Well, I think people want long-form conversations that they can be a voyeur in a conversation. Oh, nice. Well, think about it. When you listen to the conversation, how many times are you like in somewhere? I'm not saying always. And you hear something curious and you want to listen more. What are they saying? What do they talk about when no one's around? Or what do they do that? And I, or what's the story behind the story? Cause usually you just get the news flash in business. It's right. Oh, these guys are successful and women are successful and they made a hundred million. Bullet points. Yeah, like I, I don't want I want to know how to do it. <laughs> and you're doing it very well. Congratulations on this podcast. What is it like episode one hundred and eighty seven? Was that right? Was that close? Was I and I don't even remember. I that's just, like saying something about that's like me saying something about the Mustang car. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I think this will be like three hundred and oh three hundred thirty nine or something. No, maybe it's hundred and eighty seven this year alone. Oh. You, yeah. yeah, no, I don't. It's we we've been oh, publishing oh, wow. five days a week. <gasps> How do you do that? Well, yeah, I just do one a month, but for my client, it's to promote my client, and we do audio and video. Yeah, no, we're doing video right there. No, we're not. People are watching right well, now. Oh, I'm not streaming live today. Okay, <laughs> why? You would have had to tell me this. Why is that? We've had to fix my hair. <laughs> it, that. See, that's the thing how media has changed. I think that's why, that's why Fox News, CNN, and all these other people can't figure out why Joe Rogan can smoke them. It's because those, the, the formal thing is over. That's why I wanted you to do your own weather show. Oh, you did. I did. I still want you to. Well, let's work on that. We can work on that. I want you to do your own weather show because you can now create this. And it's sort of crazy that People with your phone or, you know, you can, you don't need to be this fancy. I do think you have to good, have good sound, but. Good sound. 
That's important. People need to hear the voice. But well, we've been talking for two hours and 44 minutes. And you oh my go- gosh, really? That long? Oh, and it has seemed so short. It really has. And it would have been very, it would have been very different if we did it remote. Would you agree on that? I agree. It wouldn't have happened that long at all. No, this is good. I like it. Thank you so much for inviting me. I hope I can come back. Oh, you can come back anytime. But before we go, where can anybody who's interested in your production company find you? Roberta Gonzalez Productions at gmail.com. And Gonzalez has an S and Productions has an S. I'll put that in the show notes. Roberta Gonzalez Productions at gmail.com. Please, yeah, do email me. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Anybody who wants shows or, yeah, I mean, you do yeah. video, you do podcasts for people, you do, we do audio. We do audio for radio and we do video for television, but we also do, for example, Christy Yamaguchi, the famous Olympic gold medal winner. We do videos for her, instructional videos for her reading program, and those videos go into schools. We do website videos for people and that kind of stuff. And they can always check me out for speaking engagements. We'll put your email in the show notes. Hey, thanks a lot for coming out and being on the show. It was really fun. It was really fun. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Do I have to go now? Yeah. Well, you don't have to. (laughs) You can hang out. We can do another two hours. Bye, everyone. Thanks for being generous with your time and joining us for this episode of The Edge. Before you go, a quick question. Are you the type of person who wants to get 100% out of your time, talent, and ideas? If so, you'll love our monthly Edge newsletter. It's a monthly playbook about the inner game of building a successful business. In each newsletter, we pull back the curtain on our business and show you exactly what's happening, the real numbers real conversion rates, lessons learned from failed and successful strategies, and how we're investing the money we make from our business to outperform the general stock market. We lay out what we're doing to get 75% conversion rates on our product pages, how we're optimizing our Facebook, Instagram, and other paid ads to get our leads under $3.87, the results from our email A-B tests, results from strategies I test to get more done in less time that allows me to ride my bike 100 plus miles a week, work out, spend time with Yvette, and still successfully run our business. How I'm investing the money we make from our business that has led our retirement account to average 20% over the last 10 years. The exact stocks, ETFs, cryptocurrencies, and other investments we're buying each and every month, and tons of other actionable information. Imagine the time and money you'll save by having this holy grail of business intelligence. You can take all of it, apply it to your life as an entrepreneur to avoid costly mistakes and be happier, healthier, and richer. As a fellow entrepreneur who's aiming for nothing short of success, you owe it to yourself to subscribe. Check out the special offer with bonuses for you as a listener at edgenewsletter.com. Again, that's E-D-G-E newsletter.com.